just like Miley Cyrus was twerking it. We're gonna do our own variation of twerking it, yes. But I'm calling it AYFing it, but I'm gonna we're gonna AYF it, but I'm gonna explain it in a minute what that means. Because it's Science Tuesdays, that's what it is, it's Science Tuesdays. So let me just tell you what? Twerking Tuesdays. Twerking Tuesdays. Twerking Tuesdays. So let me just tell you one tiny thing about science, and I'm gonna tell you how we're gonna twerk it. AYFing it. So there is this thing with subatomic particles that's called simultaneity, which means basically everything exists in a state of possibility. Subatomic particles, atoms remain as particles and waves until the scientist or the observer observes the thing and then it becomes matter. Science has proven this, actually. When scientists do experiments, they actually uh, affect the outcome of their experiments by observing the tests. So what does this say? What does this mean? What are the implications about the subatomic possibility in our lives? Well, you guys, we have a lot of dexterity and uh, malleability and fluidity to sort of craft and create your world the way you want to create it. One way, of, this is all, all I'm actually ever talking about, and I'm always just trying to come up with different ways to say the same story over and over again. I'm sure it's boring, but actually it's not, because when I think about it, it's like, oh, never thought about it that way. Let's see if that one sticks. Let's see if we can try it that way. So this thing about amplifying your frequency, that's what I want to talk about. The A-F, the, the A-A-Y-F-ing it, which basically means if you amplify your frequency, the structure of matter will change. It has to. So, okay, that's just a fancy way of saying when you're amplifying, amplifying your frequency, it just means why don't you choose things that feel better? It's not hard. You all have it within you to make the change. It's just not hard. Think about it. The energy that you give to things that don't feel good require the commensurate amount of giving energy to something that does feel good. So one of my favorite things that I'm always saying is, here's some examples of it you can do on a daily basis. Instead of complaining, try complimenting. Instead of bitching, be grateful. Instead of gossiping, poor Miley Cyrus, give, give people the benefit of the doubt. Instead of always going to the negative, what if you just tried this before you went to the negative? You probably wouldn't go to the negative if you just did that. Instead of taking people, things, situation for granted, try seeing what life would be like without those people, things, and situations in your life. You know, I think that's a very, actually a very deep thought, if you think about it. The people that you complain about, the people that you have upsets about, the people that trigger you the most, are actually the people, what would your life be like if they weren't in your life? Hmm? That would be probably a very whitewashed life. Instead of being cynical, how would your eight-year-old self respond to the same situation? I was thinking about that today as I was writing this, and I was like, oh, God. Our mind, our immediate response to something that is drawn by cynicism or sarcasm or negativity, my eight-year-old self never did that. Never. Well, the eight-year-old self still dwells within you somewhere. The spirit of it is still there. You guys, reality behaves at the expectation of the observer. That is really truth. That's science. Your reality is behaving at the expectation you have of your own life. It's really it. Just change your expectations and watch things will change. They have to. 
So if you expect a little bit more love, you're going to start getting a little bit more love. If you expect things are going to work out a little bit differently, things are going to start working out a little bit differently. If you expect good things come to you, always, good things will start coming to you. If you expect to be happy, you will start to be more happy. Really, it is up to you. And then I thought about, I want to end with two things. This thing about complaining, because I do think we live in a culture of complaining. We really do. It's kind of, I think it's an epidemic. And I think, like anything, the only way you can change it is having the awareness of you, the thing that you're doing that's getting you stuck. Because these things do get us stuck. You guys, there's a price to pay in staying in those negative spheres. There really is. You know, on the way here, when I was thinking about this, listen, I got so excited, and I was like, that's who we are. The spirit of who you are is like this energy. I'm not saying you're me. I'm just saying the energy, the life force in you is moving like that. It is. It's moving like that. But you don't feel that when you're like, that sucks. Oh, another day. The business sucks. I can't do it. It's never going to work for me. Look at what happens just energetically. And then it magnifies because then you enroll other people in the bitch and complain and moan and groan game. Oh, this sucks. Don't you agree? Yeah, that sucks. Let's tell Sam. Yeah, that sucks too. Let's tell Becky. Yeah, we can all get on the suck pity party. That's the truth. That also has an equally magnifying effect. So this thing about complaining, you guys, when you're complaining, just maybe stop for a second and take a look at what's the real situation at hand. What are you really avoiding? Because that's really what it's about. Because when I, when I look at the things that I'm complaining about, I can project them onto my complaint is about the business or people or my, my boyfriend or my non-boyfriend or my sibling or my parent or my friends or LA or a city or whatever it is. Actually, if I start to dig deeper, I'm actually looking at not only the things that I'm avoiding, that I'm projecting onto others, but also what does it come back to from a place of fear? That's really what it is. You actually are masking what you're scared about, scared by, feeling exposed of, by complaining about it. So what if you just this week take a look at all the things that you complain about and stop and look at, well, what am I really complaining about this for? This doesn't really have to do with the people that you're complaining about, the situation that you're complaining about. Think of the business. When you complain about the business, what is that really a reflection of? When you're complaining about your boyfriend, what is that really a reflection of? When you're complaining about a teacher, a lover, a friend, I'll say it all again. What is that really a reflection of? It really becomes about you having to be accountable for what you want to see happen out here. I'm going to end with this because all of you know that, you know, all my teachings come from, you know, amazing spiritual teachers who've helped me along the way to, like, survive. I think life is equal parts you know, grace and survival. And Mother Teresa says this, which I think is so, uh, speaks of what I've lectured about tonight. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough, but give your best anyway. And then she goes on to say, for you see in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. But I like to think of it in this term. For you see in the end, it is between you and you. 
Because it is only always between you and you. This is just a reflection of you and you. 